Hello and welcome to Linster Lifestyle. This is a lifestyle podcast that covers pretty much whatever I feel like. Howdy y'all. Sorry, this one is a little late. I forgot until Steph reminded me. She told you in her intro that she's the one that keeps me on the ball and she is. So today I'm going to start talking about finances. I've been listening to quite a few financial podcasts recently, and some are good, some are bad, some are just not for me. Everyone has a different take on how to be financially healthy, and I don't think there's anything wrong with taking different approaches as long as you find one that's good for you. So uh, one of the podcasts I listened to recently quoted a study saying that women are more comfortable talking about their own death than they are about their finances. And I think that is bubkiss. The only way that you're going to get a grip on your finances is you don't have to talk about it with everybody. I know a lot of people don't like talking about like how much they make or how much they spend on things. That is definitely not me, but if that's you, you don't need to talk about it with everyone, but you definitely need to be comfortable enough to understand your personal finances and understand what your goals are and how to get there. If you don't like talking about them and you don't like worrying about it, get someone in your life that does want to worry about it, does want to talk about it, does want to do the work. There is a bit of work on the financial side of things, I think, but if you put in a little bit of work at the beginning, a lot of it ends up becoming automated and you don't have to worry about it day to day. And that is what uh, I consider part of my lifestyle is I don't worry about my finances day to day. I have been everywhere from completely and utterly comfortable to living on people's couches for a couple months at a time. So it really is uh, just a luck of the draw on how you start out. But I think part of my lifestyle advice to everyone is get to the point where you're not worried day to day about where a dollar is. I'm not saying that you shouldn't worry about where uh, you're going to retire or how much you have in retirement or how you're ever going to afford a house or paying off student loans, which is a big one for me. But this shouldn't be on your mind 24-7. I believe that part of a healthy lifestyle is financial health, but it shouldn't take over anything. If I had nothing else, my lifestyle advice for everything is all about balance. So yes, you need to worry about your finances. Yes, I think you should um, do some looking into your finances, be comfortable with your finances. But then after the initial work, I want you to be able to leave it alone. I don't want it to take over your day-to-day, everyday life. Having said that, I think that everyone deserves to be comfortable. I'm not saying that I could rent a private jet and fly to Vegas tomorrow because I definitely couldn't. And I consider that wealthy money. However, I'm not worried about paying for dinner tonight. That's kind of where I'm at in my life. Um, I have six figures in student loan debt, so that is a concern for me. I don't own uh, a house. I don't know if I ever will. That is not a priority in my financial world. If it is on yours, then I think that you should definitely be able to focus on that. I own my car free and clear, finally. Yay! Took a long time. But like I said, I do have six figures in student loan debt. So it is a concern for me uh, long term, but I don't worry about it day to day. I have it set up so that the payments are being made. I know I have enough funds to cover the payments and that's okay with me. 
A lot of people are a lot more risk-taking when it comes to either investments or how close to their budget they want to live or how close to their means they want to live. I have a friend that when she was looking to buy a house with her husband, she put their combined incomes and calculated out what was the maximum amount of a loan they could get, and they only looked at houses starting at that maximum amount. I'm not personally comfortable with that. That was her solution, though. And so to get started on finances, we're going to be talking about budgets for a couple of different episodes. There's a lot of different budgeting techniques out there, and I want you to know a couple of the main ones because, like I said, not... It's not one size fits all when it comes to finances. Some people like to live very close to their income. A lot of people don't. I have a friend, Steph. She could live very comfortably. You met Steph. But she chooses to save to an insane amount in my mind. But that's where she's comfortable at. So to get started on financial matters, you really need to figure out what's your comfort zone. What are your goals? It's all about priorities, and we're gonna talk about that a lot when it comes to organizing and scheduling, things that are in for future podcasts. But it's all a matter of your priorities. So to get you started on your finances, I want you to figure out exactly what you have in your assets and in your liabilities. So assets are anything you own, um, this could be cash, this could be cars, houses. I have a crap ton of jewelry, and as I've made more money, the jewelry's gotten better. I'm not gonna lie. I have my jewelry insured because I love nice pieces. I don't go out and buy a ton of pieces. Okay, that's a lie. I did go out and buy a ton of pieces when I was younger, and I've never gotten rid of them. So I do have stuff from my Claire's and um, things of that nature that are. $10 for 12 earrings. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying you should insure that kind of thing. That also probably should not be your priority, but it does add up if you have enough of it. Put it in your asset list. I have a really, really nice ring that mom had custom made for me. Well, she paid to have custom made for me with a stone that you is not available anymore because it's 20 years old. And that was when I graduated from law school, her present to me. It's worth more than anything except my car that I own. I'm not going to lie. It's insured, but it is definitely an asset that I have and I make sure that it's listed on my assets because it's something that's big enough that makes a difference. A lot of my other jewelry, like I said, from Claire's, Target, Amazon, I lump that in because overall I have spent a lot of money on it because there's a lot of pieces, but nothing is worth all that much. It's all surgical steel or uh, it's things that are, are in hypoallergenic and you can lump those things together. There's no problem with that. If you are really into high-end shoes, list those on your assets. Uh, if you have college funds for your kids, list those. If you have retirement accounts, list those. If you have any investments, list those. Don't list things that are in the future that you can't touch at all though. Like if you are planning on inheriting money, please don't list that. That's very morbid. If you think that you're going to be getting a settlement someday for something that happened, don't list that. But anything that you could get your hands on, um, turn into cash in any way, list it. Uh, if for some reason you have gold buried in the backyard, go ahead and list that sucker with what you think it's actually worth. If 
I know someone who has gold buried in their backyard. That's why I'm using that as an example. Um, for liabilities, my biggest one, as I said, is student loan debt. I always list it front center, always. It takes away a lot from my net worth. Um, if you have a mortgage payment, uh, how much is that? How much are you paying on your medical cost? How much are you paying per month like uh, in vehicle cost? I'm not saying you need a running total, but if you know that you're going to have to pay on something, like my debt, I list it as a liability every time. If you have a loan for property, I think that's a good thing to list. Car loans. A lot of people forget that. They list the vehicle, but then they don't list the car loan. You do owe that car loan, people. So list that in your liabilities. For some reason, you owe your neighbor 10 bucks. go ahead and list it. Uh, if you use layaway, this is a good place to list that layaway cost. Um, if you just have day-to-day -day expenses, I would not list those. That's not an asset or liability. We're going to get into that when it comes in uh, later in the budgeting process. But just to get you started, make sure that you have a list of your assets and a list of your liabilities. Just to get started, this is a great way to kind of see where your priorities have been. Um, like I said, a lot of mine go into like jewelry and um, basically jewelry and clothes and miscellaneous things like this that maybe you're not a priority now, but when I was younger, oh my gosh, I needed all these things. I never was into the designer purses or shoes. If I was, they would definitely be listed. So once you get that started, uh, sit down, spend some time with it, and then we're going to talk about what you can do with this uh, to make your life easier. And once you have the list, it's so much easier to keep updated once you have the actual initial list. And this can be used not only for budgeting, but for planning out your estate. I know this is morbid, but the statistic about women not wanting to talk about finances more than their own death, we're also going to talk about planning for your death, people. But again, that's in a future podcast. So what I want you to do before the next financial podcast, which will be in a month, I want you to figure out what your assets are, what your liabilities are, and what your priorities are going forward, because that's really going to help you in the future budgeting process. So that's a lot of information to get you started. And as I said, these are now going to be 10 minutes. So everyone, I hope you enjoy this process. I know it's a little time consuming, but it's totally worth it. I promise. Hi all. So just to quick clarify for liabilities, you're not going to list your monthly payments. You're going to list what is actually owed. Uh, I was re-listening to the episode and I realized that needed a little clarification. So you're not going to say, oh, I pay $2,000 a month. No, you're going to say what the full loan balance is. So usually for people, liabilities are all about loans. It's going to be bank loans. It's going to be mortgages. It's going to be car loans. It's going to be student loans. So you're going to want to list the full amount, not the monthly payment, just to clarify. Thanks.